0: Do you want to count us, or
1: you, you count? Okay,
0: three, two, one. Are you that?
1: It's just skyping out. It's just.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's just spazzy. Isn't it? Isn't it the best? How it knows when we're about to start. It makes it just a bit harder.
1: Perfect timing. <laughs>
0: Three, two, one. Bingo! Fuck yeah, that felt good. Oh, yeah. I felt, that one felt good. I felt that through. Good one, Emilie. All righty, ready to party. Let's do it. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to AF Eloquence, the show where we are eloquent AF about all things football. My name is Bart Welch,
1: and I'm Emil Freund. Uh, we are back on the 25th, this Wednesday, the 25th of September, for a special grand final edition of the pod. we The big dance. Yeah, man, the big dance, the last Saturday of September. Um, We are here after a fortnight. We missed uh, last week of finals, but it was one hell of a prelim week. What do you reckon, Bart? Oh,
0: boy. Yeah, well, we are colloquially known as AF fortnightly, so it is kind of staying true to the fortnightly tradition, but you're right, Mealy, that was a uh, yeah, cracking weekend of football, my man. I, um, I actually was fortunate enough to go to one of the games, the uh, GWS ah. Collingwood game, um, and witness the joy the that ambassador? was um, the pies being beaten. What's that, sorry? With the ambassador?
1: Was this courtesy of the ambassador?
0: Oh, you, you know, it is. I'm having a real nice Skype time, but I heard ambassador and courtesy <laughs> and that spells Alex Williams for me. And you're damn right. The ambassador manages to, uh, to have his way, Millie. Really. And, uh, he got m- myself a little ticket with the Giants squad, the cheer squad. So I was, um, I was wearing uh, charcoal and orange. My friend, he gave me even a little Guernsey that I happily popped on. Oh. Um, was yeah.
1: there, was there, num- was, a was there a number on the back?
0: no number on the back. Okay. I didn't realize till the end of the day I turned around and someone asked what number it was and there was it was a blank blank canvas so um I can choose I
1: guess. Yeah, well what what who which player would you choose whose number on, from the GWS Giants would you have on the back part?
0: Is it is is Reid for them number 50? Sam Reed, like a Ooh. bit of a fringy. Okay. A <laughs> bit of a fringy that's a, player. I maybe mean, be a or or Lloyd cut. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For some reason, that just popped in my head. Number okay. 50, oh, fifty from the giants—a giant number, maybe okay. a maybe. large number,
1: a large number. Not Dean Brogan or mm. something from from you know to show your your you're, you're, you're in on the ground floor from season one.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah true. Could have got I could go a ground floor. Yeah, that's a pretty funny one. That's pretty niche. If I got a Dean Brogan number, <laughs> <Who> would be? <laughs> wouldn't be able to tell you what number it was.
1: No clue. No clue. <laughs> How was it in amongst the uh, uh, the giant army, but the uh, orange the orange
0: oranges oh quite a vibe man amongst the oranges it was good we um they were loud they're loud supporters i think we've talked about this before that they gws seem to have quite an identity like they have some fans and i'm always curious like who who are you and who do you go how did you get here but they're genuine fans and um now, as we were in a good spot, obviously in the cheer squad, but there was obviously there was pies fans everywhere, as you'd expect, and they were littered around a bit of the ch- cheer squad. But um, mate, they were there to they were there to play, and it was awesome. I, I had a really yeah, good 90, time 000. amongst them. I I actually did. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of pies, isn't it? And and when they when Collingwood cheer, you you hear about it. Like man, it you know. is loud. Um, being it was a good an interesting experience being that outnumbered. Um, but. The worst thing about this whole experience for me, merely, and it's just a personal worst thing, is that I had to leave the game very early in the fourth quarter. I reckon about 30 seconds before Collingwood made their comeback. So I left. I left because I had to... uh, The reason I was down in Melbourne was to see some shows, some friends of him, some shows, mutual friends of ours. Yeah. And Elliot G of the Very Good Looking Initiative, that collective, uh, they had a show at 730 and now this this um this prelim was just a cherry on top for the me. Tre- the whole reason yeah. I was down was for these shows. And then I got this opportunity to go to the football and it's like, Yes, please. Yes, thank you, Mr. Ambassador. Prelim I'm You gonna- don't say no gonna- to the
1: ambassador. Not at all. The man has diplomatic immunity. He want... could kill you.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know my place. So I was absolutely a yes man and keen to go down, to go watch the game. But I, um, I had to leave the whole time I, I was aware I was going to have to leave. But so, so when it got to, I saw the premiership quarter. I saw the great third quarter where the Giants started to put the, you know, really lift and, you know, finish the quarter I can't remember the exact score, but it was something like twenty to forty-six or something. So the pies, you know, needing to 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 double their score and then some, and keep GWS goalless to yeah. win. I reckon they were like it thirty-three
1: was in front, something like that at that that point.
0: I think that rings a bell, which is a pretty solid lead. Big yeah, wins. they might have even got to fifty something. That's right. Yeah. So I I left. Yeah, start of the fourth, third, three quarter time around that mark, and then you know, got in an Uber to go to this show and just, we, and she, the driver, she was um listening to it on the radio and I was kind of holding up on my phone and then had 20 minutes of just going like, Oh my God. No, 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 no. And the worst thing as well is I'd said to, I'd done the the cardinal sin, which I might say I, I got away with it in the end, but I'm, I'm here going to Alex, like, mate, you're home. <laughs> oh. You're home. And, and he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And I'm like, Dude, you, you know they got like I said to you before. Double their score and then some in the wet. They haven't kicked a goal for f- a fifty fifty, 50 minutes, yeah. and then what happens? You know the usual thing: goal, goal, goal. Um, controversy there in was, a score review, and and then the pies are n- nearly back in the game. So um, perhaps all the rain okay, helped. I, I, I come ended up home rewatching it. I reckon it did, Millie. It mm-hmm. stuck on that sail, sure indeed, did. and gave them some momentum because, geez, it was close. Oh. I wish I was there for that part though, just to hear Collingwood, just to hear it. To hear the—that's w- what I miss the most. To
1: hear the air out of their sails right at that last siren.
0: Oh, all of it, just all of it. Deflict. Oh, savor that. Just to see people go bonkers because I was getting involved. Like it—it was nerve wracking, alone being one of the fans. Oh me! Oh my god! So
1: that's two Giants oh. games this year that we—well, that you've been to. One of which I went with you, and. Two that we we've had to leave, you've had to leave early from. Two of which that have gone down to the wire. Uh, the Sydney yes. Derby was the first one, and then this one, of course, that's some that's some good like that's a good strike rate from the Giants. I mean, you've been to you went to the third match, the um, Giants and Senators, and um, I think you left early for that, but that was for a different reason. You didn't have to leave early. You just <laughs>
0: Indeed, catch the early train back to Sydney. Sydney. The last train out of Sydney. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. I forgot about the uh, the Battle of the Bridge. That was a one-point game, I believe. Mm. Um, so the Giants definitely put on a bit of a show, don't oh, they? They do. Quite the show. Quite and a then show. the other Giants game I saw this year was... Um, actually, I caught the, the other Battle of the Bridge out of the SCG. Geez, I've watched a lot of Giants. And I also saw... The Giants unfortunately dismantle your boys, and maybe the biggest loss for you of the year. When <sighs> I Got to get right up and close and personal with the uh, the Giants um, uh, team. So I, singing that song, I guess
1: them. being that's right. I guess being in Sydney, it makes sense. But you must have seen more Giants in the flesh this year than your Saints.
0: That's true. I believe I've seen the Saints three times, maybe four. Oh, four times. I've seen them four times which is the least amount I would have watched them live in maybe 10 years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But I've seen the Giants maybe six times merely. I'm getting a taste. Man. Here I am out in the western suburbs of Sydney. That's
1: right. That's right. Local team. And I think, why wouldn't, it's a good story. It's a big sound from out of the west of the town, Bart. um Oh.
0: What a tune, really. Honestly, that was in my head over the weekend.
1: Well, we have in the grand final the the two best songs in the AFL, head to head.
0: This is it. It's Battle of the Best Song. That's
1: right. It's basically Australian Idol.
0: It really is. Who can sing it loudest? The Masked Singer.
1: Yeah, Yeah, just just have one of the players or maybe the coaches in a mask singing the song. And uh, whoever has the best rendition oh. will give them the cup.
0: Who's who? I'll be down for that. Get voting now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- you, you're not wrong, Melee. Really. That is, is that's a hundred percent. They've got the two best songs in the league, don't they? I think maybe even GWS in in a in a few years when they've solid when time has solidified this song, it might even be the best one there is. Um,
1: oh, dude! If there's a stadium but- full of people doing their never surrender. You know, the, bah, bah, Oh bah, yeah. Bah, That's such a, bah, bah, bah. I can just see it. The stands oh, are shaking. What a lift. Yeah. And we will now surrender.
0: To... Oh, it's such a lift that bit. Yeah. Oh, what a lift. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's huge, isn't it? And then of course the Tiger song, which is, which is a cracker. Everyone loves yelling something in unison. Of course. Yellow and black, baby. Yeah.
1: Works for the Nazis, works for the tigers. Um... <laughs> Powerful forces. <laughs> yeah. Right. Big groups of people. Um, Mm. Well, my, I was—I uh, was actually speaking of the giant song. I was in Adelaide this weekend and watching the game. Oh, were you? With, yeah, it was it was my Nana's ninetieth birthday. So, um, happy birthday, ah. Nana! It's not—you're not listening, I know, because you don't know what a podcast is. But if you did and you were listening, well, happy birthday to you! Um, yeah, it's her happy birthday, birthday Yeah, ninetieth birthday yesterday, but we were there for the weekend for a celebration. Anyway, we were watching the game, and I was watching with with my uh, some of my family and my sister. She. She uh, did a faux pas kind of similar to yours, but she, we were talking about the song during the middle of the game and it was while the Giants were in front and um, her partner Jack was like, oh, how does the Giants song go again? And she started singing to which I quickly told her to, to not, to desist, to cease and desist in case of um, hubris. And lo and behold, the mighty magpies came storming home and almost, you know, almost took the, took the game, which I would have definitely blamed solely and squarely on yeah.
0: her. But you got to blame that on people like your sister and myself who do these cardinal sins That's right, and can butcher a whole season just with an offhanded comment or a, um, or a sing of a song. <laughs>
1: A premature verse. It'll do it. You can't You can't do these things. Wait till the siren sounds, we're going to say.
0: That's right. What do they say? It's not over till the siren sounds, I guess. It's going to say the fat lady, but it's it's not over till the siren sounds. That's no. what it is.
1: No, none of our songs have ladies, in them, let alone fat ones. So uh, it'll have to be the siren. Mm, that's
0: right. Yeah. It's going be that siren movie.
1: And and the uh, the other game, the, the Tigers and Geelong. Did you catch that one?
0: I caught the second half. So I caught, um, I was also in another show. What is, what is it bloody bloody theatre merely. theatre and shows ruining our football? Right. I was um I was watching our own dear friend Jackson's show and caught the second half so kind of caught the Tigers flexing on the Cats um which yeah so I didn't get to see Geelong I didn't really is in I didn't see them in their dominance early in the game and I haven't rewatched that one like I did the uh, uh, the Giants uh, Collingwood one um but yeah the Tigers just seemed to get it done didn't they just seemed to to put the foot down, they're a slightly better outfit, but can they do it again? Who's 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 hurting more from this game, do you reckon, leading well, into the grand final?
1: Well, the Giants and um, Collingwood game seemed more combative. Uh, there seemed to be more tackles and hard hits in that game of footy than the other one. Um, yeah, I, I think that the brutal nature of that, you'd think that, that would go in the favour of the Giants, especially given that the Tigers had had the week off prior, um, whereas the Giants have now played, you know, three straight, three finals, three interstate finals in a row, um, which is a pretty big deal. And if they were to, yeah, if they were to win it, that would be the first that'd be the first club um, to have taken that route, um, three interstate finals wins, and then, well, I guess four interstate finals wins to get the grand final would be the first team. um. So Tony,
0: oh no, first first one was at home. First one against the doggies was at home.
1: Right, yeah, okay. Well, scrap that. Um still. Yeah. Well, it's impressive. Regardless, I guess it's that whole uh it is. pre-finals buy thing. That really helped them this year. Hey. Um they did get a few players back um that first week of finals, and they'll get a few more back this week. Gee, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm a big Giants fan. I think I think you know that. Um I've been hoping that they I've been hoping for them all year. Um but it's hard to see. It's hard to see the Tigers not coming out, and oh, yeah, that Tiger Flex, you know, they're a strong outfit, very strong. How do you rate this week's game?
0: I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting absolutely none of that through Skype, so I'm just kind of nodding my head and uh, acting like I heard what you just said, my boy. <laughs> oh God. No fucking sky. No, no. <laughs> can you hear me? Can you hear me, Emil?
1: I got your laugh. I got your beautiful laugh. Out of all that, that's all I heard. You look very supportive. I'll give you that. Um, very supportive. Oh, indeed.
0: there he is. Yes, I'm hearing, I'm hearing you. I'm seeing you. We're back.
1: Ah uh, no, gremlins huh?
0: Boy, oh boy. Now, mm. Naomi, what did you say? <laughs>
1: I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? <laughs> oh,
0: yes, God. I can. I think we're maybe four seconds delayed. I can or something, hear you.
1: I, I got you, though. There, you go, me? Yep. All right. All right. Um, do you know? I, yeah, let's start that question again, eh?
0: Sure. Sure. Um, I think we're very delayed on each other, but what were you talking about, Mealy? Because <laughs> I. Wh-
1: well, you would ask don't know me. What it wants. You would ask me. Um, you would ask me who looks more beaten up or who look be more likely sore this weekend right. after those games. Which which games look more bruising? So, I guess out of from that, uh, I'd say that the Giants Collingwood game was probably a bit more physical. It seemed a bit more physical. Um,
0: mm.
1: a bit higher pressure for a bit longer. Um, the way that the Giants and Pies were crashing into each other for the first half of footy was. Hectic, um, and although the Pies were up, they were. It was really the Giants who were doing the most of the attacking and had had the bulk of the ball. Um, they just weren't converting. Um, weren't converting the inside fifties. Um, so it was a very contested first half, and then when the Giants uh, ran away with it in the third. That was that. But then in the fourth, the way Collingwood got their way back into the game was through exceedingly high pressure. Um, so I reckon that the Giants probably had a bit of a tougher prelim um, going into the granny this week. I mean, that being said, they will be riding a little higher off the emotion of that triumph. It was such a, uh exhilarating emotional victory that I, I feel like that they'll have some momentum from that. They should be able to capitalize on that. Um, the Tigers had the week off. I don't know. The Giants Giants have had three games on the trot. Um, I don't know. I reckon that the, and with the Giants injury history, yeah, they'll be bringing back Whitfield this week um, and Green, of course, who's not injured, but Whitfield, you know, he's just had his appendix out like a week and a half ago. My question is, yeah. okay, he's, he's back and he's named to play, but surely he's sore. Like that's going to be painful. You gotta be sore. Gotta be sore. I-
0: Oh, yeah. I, I, I'd like to think that they'll be wrapping a lot of uh, TheraBands or some kind of pressure uh, bands on him, and then a few injections, right? Because I guess. that That's going to hurt. Or do you do the old uh, Lin John of a few years ago in the Bulldogs VFL grand final, strap the wrong shoulder. Uh-huh. They'll all be bumping into you. So maybe you just get, get some dumb uh, AFL player, doesn't know where the appendix is, it's in my butt. Popper roller.
1: It's in my butt.
0: <laughs> hey, stop bumping into my butt. <laughs> and you get forty places bumping you in the butt all day. That's where you've you got your appendix is. out. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's deep in your butt. Right down there. That's where mine is. Yeah. Um, or or you maybe say it's that's in what your, you go with.
1: Or you say it's in your back, and that way you get free kicks all day.
0: That's right. Hands in the back. Hand stop back. touching my oh, appendix. Hey,
1: you let it in my appendix. Yeah. There's a the thought. How about you? Who? who, who but, but you're right, mealy. It's gonna. Who looks more beaten up going into this week? Who looks um, tired? Because I reckon the Giants really ran out of legs there at the end. They ran out of legs in that last quarter. That was one of the big reasons why Collingwood got to come back in the way they did.
0: Yeah, you're right. Look, look, it was a tough game, and that was in the wet, and they they, they, might have played their grand final last week merely. That's always the thing where people are like, was that it? Was that your grand final? And I hope it wasn't for the Giants because I really hope they go all the way. and and the tigers, you know, it looks like business as usual for the tigers. They've been here before, but there's a, there's that there's something in the GWS story that's more endearing, and that I hope I hope comes to fruition. But you've been saying it all year too, Milly. Really. Wouldn't that be nice if one of us could at least get our uh, hot tip correct?
1: Oh, I'd love that. Um, yeah, man, I reckon they match up pretty well against each other. Um, they play pretty different styles of footy tigers with their run and gun move it forward at all costs and then the giants with their run off half back clean ball movement pinpoint passes and running in waves kind of thing they don't do the forward handball thing the same way richmond do but i guess they both move forward in waves and like to run it but the tigers do it in a kind of scramble ad hoc you know um crazy way whereas the giants do it with skill and precision I guess the Giants are probably mm. a bit more physical around the contest than the Lions. I mean, yeah, the Giants are more than the Tigers are. Um, they've got a few more of those uh, scraggly, hard-bodied midfielders, and they they fight hard for it, don't they? Um, mm. Zach Williams, man, that was a hell of a game considering he's their one, Ooh, yeah. like fifth choice, sixth choice midfielder, not even a midfielder most of the time.
0: Right, he's a halfback and then threw him there and he played like the game of his life, didn't he?
1: Oh, Unbelievable.
0: That run down tackle.
1: Yeah, man. Just that amazing.
0: Was, they're that the they're the things, aren't they? They're the moments. I remember we said it another guy I was watching the footy with, we were just talking about those moments. Like that's it there. That's yeah. that's where you win. That's how you win. These moments, big chase down. That was a Heath Shaw on Rewalt kind of oh. well, not as big as that, obviously. That's that's that'll go down forever. But those are the kind of things that you do in finals that lift your team and they get you over the line. And he was he was instrumental. He was best on ground, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely best on the ground. Um Shane Mumford as well, after copying, you know, much criticism throughout all of the finals, he was fantastic. Not many tip Pick. outs, but um but he really took Brody Grundy's uh efficiency way down and made it very difficult for him and you know sold some candy on Scott Pendlebury in the goal square in the last minute that of the was
0: game. Huge oh. like that was that is as bold as it gets, right? It was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Shane Mumford selling candy to Scott Pendlebury in the goal scorer in a, in a prelim in the last with minute,
1: minute with a yeah when you when you're only up by five points or whatever.
0: <laughs> that is just ludicrous. I love that confidence, though. And you're right; he was an absolute enforcer. What a beast! Like oh. you know, for Brody Grundy to get seventy-three hit outs, but for Mumford to kind of you know be the p- potentially the more important. Ruckman on the day, it's very is impressive. Big big job, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, so, so who's who's gonna win, Emil? Who do you think will win this game?
1: Oh man, um, we've talked a lot about head and heart this year, and we I, have. I, this is I, the ultimate head heart. It is, isn't it? Head definitely mm. screams the tigers. Um, they've been yep, the dominant team for the past three years. Uh, They were hot favorites to win last year's flag, although they went out in the prelim. They've been, you know, they've been able to stay in touch and then come home in the last, what, what is it, 12 or 13 straight? Um, I think
0: they're about 12 in a row now. Yeah. Yeah, Well,
1: that's that's so impressive. Um, And the Giants, you know people have been writing them off this year um for a, for a fair chunk of it and they have had serious injury woes all season massive um, it's only the you know outside of them being outside of the victorian bias that means we don't hear about that and because they have you know way less supporters than 100,000 uh, r- who represent the tigers <laughs> um but they've had some as significant injuries i would say as as richmond um uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep backing the Giants and and hope that they can do it because I, I want them to win. Um, I love that. I really want them to win. Um, I suppose I can see the similarities between you know Richmond and Carlton in some respects. You know, they they were down for a long time after being a big you know Victorian club, and they've only just uh, they've only just come back into relevancy, and they've got a seriously good team and a really well set up club. Um, and that should mean that they challenge for a while. And I suppose if it was me, if I was a Tiger supporter, I'd, I'd be wanting to win every flag for the next five years because you, with the team that we've assembled and how long I've had to wait for it. But as a third party neutral supporter, I got to say, I want the giants to win. I love those players. I love the story. I really think that th- it's important that one of these expansion clubs wins a flag and it sure as shit, ain't going to be the gold coast. Um, <laughs> So I think it's very important, I think, for, for the game to get traction in Western Sydney. And, and although, you know, a lot of people down here criticize the whole push into new markets, imagine what it'd be like if there was a huge contingent of Giants fans based out of Sydney. You know, you got 30,000 rocking up each week to see the Giants play. That'd be fucking sick. Why not? That'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah that's awesome. And if if we hadn't expanded, there'd be no Frio, none of the Western teams, no Queensland, no Sydney. No, like, expansion is good. Uh, except for the Gold Coast, but I agree with you. I think <laughs> uh, it would be awesome to see the Giants get up for, for all of those reasons. Um, and you better believe this. Every club has bandwagoners. If the Giants win, their membership is going to get a big boost. They will be become a lot more rev- uh, relevant to people up in Sydney. Um, and I welcome that change. Emil, has um, there
1: been like has there been an additional talk? You're, you're on the ground. You've got boots on the boots on the ground up there in New South Wales. Has there been additional talk? Is it getting cut through? Is there traction up there, Bart? I have seen a couple
0: of Giants, uh, Guernseys kicking, kicking about, and I've heard a little bit more talk, but it is very, very minimal. Wow. <laughs> but I feel like Sydney Siders, though, you know, they get fucking 15,000 to their NRL finals, you know, like they're, there is it's a sporting uh, city but it's not as in the bubble as melbourne when there's sport on when when they're sported in melbourne you feel it in the air you know yeah. there's people around you see it it's everywhere and they're all in public transport and melbourne's not the same i remember i oh, sorry sydney's not the same i i've i've tried to catch you know i've catch public transport to the scg and to giant stadium for games and i've had the mindset of like i was in melbourne with like it's going to be busy i might catch a train earlier you know people will i get a seat on the train you know that kind of stuff what it's like in melbourne not the case here even on the big big days so it would be a pretty uh i'd have to notice and be looking very closely to see much difference with the buzz about this week uh p- considering they're a fringy side as well or a or an expansion side like gws in a state that isn't traditionally AFL.
1: Yep, I guess that is to be expected. Um, I is. kind of had hoped that there'd be a bit of cut through, but you know, just I know. I guess I'm, I don't know I'm how lucky not they not are. Right I don't know this. how lucky they are to have a team challenging. Oh, exactly.
0: Well, that's right. You only had to ask a couple of boys on a podcast called AF Eloquence to Fortnightly. see that. Uh, yeah. AF Fortnite, sorry, <laughs> formerly known as AF Eloquence, uh, to to know that it takes a damn lot to even not only oh, to, obviously to win, one takes a lot, but to get there. Takes a lot, doesn't it? it? Not everyone gets to play in a grand final. It's um, it's pretty special, and they've got a damn good team. And like they said, like you said, sorry, they have faced a lot of adversity in the last few years. They've lost a couple of prelims in a row. They've had every club in the AFL trying to poach their best players constantly. They must be so used to that, but it would wear you down. They've had all these injuries. Case and in the point, story feels right.
1: Them playing against Collingwood on the weekend. Will Hoskin, Elliott, Adam Trelaw, and um. What's his name? Taylor um, Adams. Taylor Adams. Three of their best players. Yeah. All right. Will Hoskin Elliott hasn't been the same this year as he was last year, but the other two have been maybe better. That um, that'd be walk-up starts to the Giants team now. They have bled yep. players, bled them, which I guess was part of the point. But still, it's um they're a real footy team. They got players. They got supporters. It's uh, it's it's real. Yeah.
0: They're the real deal. And like you said, yes, the players are there and their supporters are bloody there. You can hear them. I watched in that replay in that fourth quarter. You can hear Giants fans cheering. Absolutely. Like when they score goals. The fact that you can hear them in that massive sea of black and white and it it doesn't sound unusual. It sounds kind of like a... For a moment, it sounds like there's an even amount of supporters in the crowd. They got some real fans there, man. And uh, you and I are both locked in lockstep with this one, which isn't too crazy. But same with the the head heart sitch. Everything screams Richmond, but the heart just wants those giants to get up. That orange tsunami. Um, I really hope they win.
1: Now, a couple of years ago, 2017... Um, I remember we watched the Granny together, and always oh, was it together? Anyway, you were barracking for Adelaide in that game. Do you have a what? What's have you got? Something against the Tigers? Um, just 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 a, just a question.
0: Um, yeah, no, fair, fair. Um, it was. I reckon I've I've enjoyed the Tigers, this successful Tigers, more far more than I enjoyed the Tigers of the the the, the Naughties or the two the the two thousands. Um. I don't know. I feel like it has more to do with the supporters than the actual team. But they were just a shit kicking side, like the Saints, who were just perennially unsuccessful, and their fans annoyed me, and everything about them kind of annoyed me. I didn't even like Dimmer Hardwick much, and you know Rich- Richmond was just this frustrating team that were fun to to uh, to, make, to to make fun of, really. But they, I think, as well, I was just fearing a Richmond. Uh, Melbourne with Richmond winning the flag you know going down and just hearing about it forever which turned out not to be a bad thing because I actually felt good for them all once it happened I was like yeah this is actually far better what am I saying why did I want the Crows to win it changed mid-game though I remember having you know the realization was like actually why the fuck am I going for the Crows um and I kind of had I, I felt for Richmond I felt you know, it was good when they did get, get the flag in the end and I don't have any bad feelings towards them now. I've enjoyed them in these last couple of years. I feel like that, I don't know, maybe their supporters of their arrogance is gone, which seems ironic. They're not as arrogant now that they've won a flag. They seem to be more arrogant before that.
1: Oh, I agree with you. I think it was like this bravado that they, their ego was so fragile because they've been so shit for so long. They had to kind of really get the tail up when they were winning. Um. And so once they got that monkey off the back and won the premiership, they were able to relax. Um, Yeah, that's right. Because
0: I haven't heard any trash talk from Tigers fans Uh, as much as I used to. They used to be frustrating, and now they—they, I don't know—they're a bit more humble in their success. Yeah, they're mad. So that was why I just thought it would be funny to see them fall flat on their face on the big dance, trip over their shoes. Well, but then you know, as as it turned out, it was great. I, I enjoyed it in the moment. At the time, I was like. Okay, yeah, this this is good. You you guys have been suffering for a long time. I feel you.
1: I think it would have been funny ish. Um, I think it's gonna be really funny. Not funny this year, but I'm gonna enjoy it if they lose. Uh, not not for the, my fans who are Richmond supporters, but you know, I um, yeah, I'm I can get around the. I feel like they will start to worry if they've let a dynasty slip and um
0: that's the conversation hey that'll be the chat it'll be what if what are they left on the table that three could have been a three peat mm. well and i have no i have no bad feelings towards richmond or the team at all like you know it, i hope it's a cracking game I, I won't get any joy from seeing them in pain it um i'd just rather see the giants win. there's plenty of other teams i can't remember where were these two clubs in our um premiership Preferential premiership eight, I wonder. I think Ooh. the Giants would have been top top four for me, and maybe the Tigers. I don't know, fifth or sixth or something. Giant, Giants some, were top for me. Of course, mm. of course, it was Giants and then Bullies, the yeah. Bulldogs, I think. And then Brisbane. And your your maybe, top
1: was Brisbane, I reckon.
0: Brisbane, yeah, Brisbane, maybe.
1: And then maybe, maybe either the Giants, Giants or the Bullies, Dogs.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're up there. So we've got to stick to that. But no, no hard feelings to Richmond. I just hope that. GWS win, it's, and it also looks fun, doesn't it? The last few years, we, if we have GWS, and then we have West Coast, Richmond, Western Bulldogs. Here we yeah. go.
1: Yeah. Farewell, the dynasty era. Era. I'm all about that until Carlton get good again, of course.
0: That's right. <laughs> um,
1: this might give our listeners some little insight into uh, who we are as footy supporters, but. That might be an interesting kind of question. Who did you support in last year's grand final?
0: Oh, um oh yeah, maybe it was it was West Coast. <laughs> it was West Coast. Um the Hawthorne or the Collingwood of the West, whatever your fancy is. And again, for no other reason, I liked Collingwood's team. I liked I like Nathan Buckley. I yeah. like what they've done with the place. Yeah. But the team the the name, Collingwood, the fans. Nah. Same thing. Was it was I didn't want to walk around Collingwood. I lived in fucking Abbotsford or slash Collingwood at the time. I'd be right in it. I'd get mugged merely. No, I, no, it, again, it was I had I loved the game, I loved their players, but it was I enjoyed watching West Coast win that game. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful to witness. And I didn't even have that uh St Kilda thing that some people would have where it's a hatred of Collingwood because of our history or whatever. That doesn't exist. I've seen them beat us in a grand final. I've seen us in a draw. I I understand. (laughs) I don't have any bad feelings towards them at all. What about yourself? That'd be a tough one for you, Amelia. That's very conflicting.
1: Yeah. um, Tough. Tough for a moment. And then it was just, I can't support Collingwood winning another grand final. Like, never. That's right. Um, So it was an easy one for me. Although I really dislike the Eagles as a team um and as an organization, I just unlike Collingwood, I think Collingwood, apart from Eddie Maguire, as an organization seemed like it seems like quite a good place. I like a lot of the players, as you said, I like I like Buckley too. I like um I like how they kind of operate. Um but I, fuck, I really dislike a lot of the supporters and there's that whole historical Carlton Collingwood thing that is just is just there with me. It's uh yeah. it's, too-
0: it's too much to ignore that one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: Whereas I fucking hate almost everything about the Eagles except for the players. I like a lot of their players, but I really dislike almost everything else about the Eagles. Um, most of their off-field stuff seems to me to be kind of arrogant and and um, a bit, uh, a bit big and a bit, you know, um, I don't know, throwing their weight around. Their supporters mm. shit me almost always. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have they much got love some for the Eagles whatsoever.
0: Brutal fans, don't they? Very oh, they brutal do. fans over there.
1: They do. I wouldn't
0: yeah. like to go to a game at Optus where you're getting pumped. <laughs> Be rough.
1: Oh man, it would. Um, and the Brownlow Medal this week. How did you? Did of you, course. Did you? It's a big week in footy. It was a big week. Still is, I suppose. There's still the finals. It's a long play. week, yeah, play. yeah, absolutely. Um, was was five? It's only f- Wednesday. How do you feel about five forty? Your second one?
0: I feel, I feel pretty good about that. I, I honestly would had no idea who was going to win. Like no. normally, I feel like I got a pretty okay idea with with most things, with tips, with who's going to go. All right. You and I got on this Giants train. Well, you obviously at the very start of the year, but pre-finals, we were talking about and how no one's talking about the Giants just an example of how I think we're pretty on the pulse, but for sure. the Brown though, dude, I had no idea. I yeah. just had no idea. If I had to guess, I would have said Lockie near or to, yep. but that would, that would have been my guess. Cause they won a lot of games and he was pretty instrumental in a lot of them, particularly the start of the year, but I wouldn't have picked five, but I was happy for him to, to win it. Good on him. I say, what about, what are you reckon about the whole night? Did you watch it?
1: I watched about, uh, I watched from about round 13 onwards, um, Paddy Cripps was only a, a mark off, oh sorry, a um, point off the lead at that point, and I noticed so I switched it on to watch the the remainder of the season. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's good for Frio to have something to cheer about. They haven't had a lot um, this year. It's been a pretty shitty year for them. Um, seeing the way Lockie Neals played after they've um, after he's left and Matt De as well become one of the premier kind of taggers and the, well, the premier tagger really in the comp. Um, mm. that they let let go for nothing. Um, and then to have sacked their coach right at the end of it—it's um, been a pretty tough one for if you're Frio. Um, so, I, I good news stories out of it. Fair enough. Good for them. Fife is a—I really like watching him play. He's—he's uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful player. He's got excellent skills. His his all-around ability is is pretty insane. Um, he's, it's one crazy. Those, yeah, he's, he's one of those. Yeah, he's—he's one of those Bonanpelli. Make those players around you better. Um, you know, he's yep. tall. He marks it. He can play literally anywhere except for a rock, I'd say. Um,
0: and yeah, you, and you see, look at the fuck. have was in the legs on that guy, man. He's so strong. He was this skinny, like lanky kid who had a big leap and could do some silky stuff when he came to the club. And now he's yeah. so, he's got like horse legs. He's massive. I think that's yeah. the one thing he can do. You mentioned Bon because you're right. They both have a really similar thing. But the one thing he can do over the bond is. Just take a fucking mark. He can, True. he can, he's good in the air. He
1: can, crash he can do back. it all. Yeah. Perhaps that's what happened when he broke his leg. They, um, trans- they swapped his legs out for Clydesdale legs.
0: <laughs> Put some beautiful horse legs on him. Maybe. Fifey. Sounds yeah. like a type of horse, doesn't it? A fife?
1: A prancing fife, yeah.
0: A Clydesdale. I oh, know it's a Clydesdale <laughs> fife. Wow. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Click um, yeah, no, that's right. Galloping down a foot race. He'll win a foot race. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was good. I didn't, I only watched bits and pieces as well. Cause it's a, it's a long fucking night, isn't it? Sure is. They really stretch it out. Yeah. You can watch all the boys get a little bit pissy. They're like, they're like, um, they're like high school kids.
1: They really are. It look, it, on it's, camp. It's so much like a school formal.
0: Yeah. School formal, sorry. Not camp. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're all allowed a couple of drinks. Don't get silly. Don't do a Clarko. Fall asleep on the night.
1: And definitely don't do a fev and assault someone in the toilets.
0: Don't do a fev. Don't do a fev. No fevs. All right. No fevs. No fivolas. <clears throat> um. Now, Emil. If we're done with Brownlow talk, we can. We can. We've got some trade talk because oh, as we've always, <laughs> always And our clubs, of course, always in the mix, in the thick of it. Right. Absolutely. Um, tell me your thoughts at the moment on a young man named Tom Papley.
1: Okay, so interesting story what? this one, isn't it? Um As of yesterday, uh was it Tom Brown of 3AW, I think, or maybe it's triple M, came out and said that the Saints had offered Tom Papley somewhere in the region of seven to eight hundred, maybe even eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year to come and play Whoa. down at Moorabbin. I didn't even which, know this. You didn't hear that? Yeah. And then Tom no, and then Tom Papley's dad. I heard dad, North. Yeah, right? No, no, no. This, well, this, oh, maybe, sorry, maybe, um oh, I've got my wires crossed. It was North, not St. Kilda. Okay, okay. They've, they've, okay offered cool, him, cool, cool. they've offered him that much money, 700,000 to 800,000 a year, um, as reported by Tom Brown. And then Tom Papley's dad came out on Twitter and responded that oh, God. it's just bullshit and that Tom Brown needs to you know, check his sources because it's crap. Wow. Did
0: he? Papa Pop. uh, (laughs) What what am I doing here? Papa Paply. That's (laughs) the one. Coming through with the goods on Twitter. Yeah, man. Wow. It's never good when someone's uh, mum or dad steps in and says something in the media. That's got to (laughs) be like the worst thing ever for any uh, media managers or any managers at all. You just you don't want you don't want Chris Main's dad or or uh, Papley's old man getting into a no. Twitter fight.
1: Who was <laughs> it from Sydney? Kieran Jack was it a couple of years ago, or was it um Dan Hannaby, whose whose family was no. all warring and fighting over over Twitter? Yeah, and...
0: Kieran Jack. That yep, was and weird. there was his Dad and mum and there was something about Kieran Jack's partner and they didn't get along. And it, was, yeah. oh, it was very weird. It was very public and yeah. very weird. And in the, it was oh so horrible. They were panning to them in the game as well. And like and Kieran Jack's wife was like crying like it was showing the footage. Oh, that, was, that was shocking, was shocking. I forgot about that. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> ugly, ugly yeah. stuff. Yeah. I, I hate it when my mum posts some, something on Facebook, let alone having it all out on Twitter.
1: <laughs> Jesus. God yeah, damn it. No, that's no good. Um so I well, guess I'm, I'm... look if if North uh I hope that it is crap. I hope that his dad mm. is on the money and that and that uh Tom Brown is a lying bastard. But also lying know, dog. Yeah, if look, if they're willing to pay him that much money to come and play at their Mickey Mouse club, um apologies to any North fans, but your club is, is a bit Mickey Mouse. Um <laughs> If you're willing to pay Tom Papley that much money and he then and he wants to take it, then how can you stand in the young man's way? He's only got one career mm. in, in footy, and it's his responsibility to to make that last as long as it can, and to play football where he wants to. And sure, if he wants to play there for that, and all power to him, all power to him. Yeah, I that's right. I wouldn't be paying him that much money though; it's too much.
0: It's a lot of money. He's a oh. damn good player, but like, um, but that's a heap of cash. Um, and I reckon he's just a better fit at the Blues anyway. I that's... feel like the Blues are just a better fit. I, I'm, I'm with, um. Papa Papley. Fuck Tom Brown. Yeah, Go to the Tom blues. Brown.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I'd love him. I'd love him at the Blues. Um He'd be well, awesome. He would, but not at that much money. If we can get him for I don't know, five, six hundred thousand a year. Um and even mm. that even that for a small forward is a big sum of cash. Um and he might It he, is. He that might,
0: seems to be the, be the amount of money though, you know? That yeah. seems to be it. When they're coming out, out of, of contract. Clubs, and, clubs, that's right. Yeah. Right. Like we're gonna pay fucking Brad Hill, 900000 and you know Brad Hill's a great player, but that's a lot of money as well, you know? Yeah. Um, it a, does and give up pick five. Moves.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. well, we're, we're likely to be giving up our first pick in the draft for him. Um, yeah, we'll see. We will see. It depends on really if Sydney were able to trade him or want to trade him, because, that, and that seems to be dependent on the Joe Danaher thing and whether or not he's going anywhere mm. or not. Um, it seems that, some another story that came out this week was about uh, what was it? Brad Crouch, is it Brad Crouch? Mm, Brad Crouch? Yes, he's yeah. Well, they're yeah, both actually sh-
0: quite good. I thought Matt was better, but Brad's apparently pretty good as well.
1: Yeah, was Brad the one who was out last year and is back this year? That's yeah. right. So he's being shopped around apparently uh, by his manager, um, and he's looking to become a, a million dollar player, which mm. in in the age of you know larger. Um, larger salary caps and, and also, you know, having to shake him loose from Adelaide, we know it takes more money. So it could happen. Um, he'd be a handy acquisition to many lists. He's a bit of a, he's a bit of a slower midfielder, but he got to get, he gets yeah. a lot of it and he uses it pretty well.
0: He does. Yeah. That's his, that's his, that's the thing. He's a touch slow and we've been linked to him as well, the saners. And, um, which I don't know if he's exactly what I, what we need or what I, <clears throat> what I want. Particularly for a million doll hairs, that's a lot Ooh. of money. Um, when you got nearly 2 million just there for Brad Crouch and Bradley Hill, a couple of Brads, um, a Crouching Hill, <laughs> um, <laughs> Crouching uh, Hill and Hidden Bradley, Hidden Hidden Bradley, Crouching Hill. Uh, <laughs> there's something better in there than that, but something. I'm a bit too tired to get it <laughs> today. <laughs> and skype is you know limiting our banter with its fucking delay which is a real killer isn't it there's one way way to kill a kill a vibe it's Mm -hmm. with delay that's right (laughs) um but yeah he's he looks like he's going to end up somewhere what like what is adelaide is just they just have imploded from this damn camp man this damn 2017 power posing don Pike camp they have never recovered because you look now and there's like Eddie Betts is going to go. Jenkins is going to go. Brad Crouch looks like he's going to go. Tex isn't captain anymore. Their coach has quit. Like it's just they're having imploded. a whole view.
1: It looks like that um Burton will step down as footy manager. Camprioli won't be there. They have no idea who the coach is going to be. You're right. And I guess if you're going to track it back to something, it would be the camp. I, I that being said, it seemed to me that the there was a bit of a rotten smell a bit earlier than that. Even the year that they in 2017 when they made it to the granny. All of that mm. power stance bullshit. Like I know that's collective no. also, but like you know, clearly the tentacles had uh infected the club. Oh already. yeah, yeah, they had their hooks in. Oh, pain.
0: definitely drinking the Kool Aid for sure at the Crows. Mm. That um, yeah, that year was. You're right. I think there's got to be something's got something has to have gone awry bef- to be doing that camp already. You know, that <laughs> it was already on the cards. So yeah, they. Uh, they're in a mess and have been in a mess for a while. See how this review goes, but there's a big clean out. Hey, so if you need players, go to the Crows. Yep. Now, and what about this romantic story and a young up-and-coming player named Edward Betts? Edward Betts. How do you feel about him coming home?
1: Ah, uh, love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I we'll, love it. I, think, I love it. Yeah, man. I think he's good for 30-plus goals a year. Um, he can play, he's, he's, a, he's still uh, an excellent small forward. Um, probably top ten in the game still as in that small forward role. Um, yeah, I mean, even if he's only got one good year left in him, I still love it. I'm a fan. I do too. Yeah, yeah awesome. We, Leader leadership. We don't have like an much awesome senior team. experience in our forward line either. So why not no. have some mouse down there? Someone who can who can you know direct traffic and show. Why us. not have?
0: Why not have one of the best small forwards who's ever played the game who still just took home goal of the year, still can kick a bag? Why not have him at your club for a couple of years on pretty small money, you'd imagine? It's not going to be big money.
1: Well, that sounds like it's the sticking point as to whether or not Cartland are prepared to take on his entire salary. That he was on at Adelaide, which is rumoured to be something like five 600 a year. Um, okay, for so a bit the, Yeah, for a 32, three-year-old... Um, it just depends on whether or not they're willing to take it all on. Or if they're not, whether or not he's willing to take a pay cut. Um, that's the question. Or if he's not, whether or not Adelaide will take some of that slack, which, you know, I hard sell. They'd really want to get rid of the salary cap space. Um
0: mm. to to
1: move him on. Which they might do, who knows? It doesn't I don't think they know mm. what the fuck they're doing in Adelaide, so no be, uh, paying players to play at other teams. I don't know. Um but I'd love it. And I want him there. Um yeah, I think I think that our team will be better with Eddie Betts in it.
0: Definitely. Eddie yep. Betts and Papley with your tolls would be pretty damn exciting, dude.
1: Yeah. Sounds like Jack Martin a lot. Uh, Jack Martin is still a good chance and Dan Butler is, is is possible too. I think that might be one small forward too many, but I guess we'll find oh, out. Oh
0: yeah, get rid of Butler out of all of those. Like I think Martin's out of all, out of pretty much all of those names has the potential to be the biggest Pick up, he could be anything, but also the big potential to be a bust.
1: Well, maybe. I mean, he polled some Brownlow votes early in the season this year. Um,
0: yes, yeah, I noticed. And just think what he could do in a place where where he's happy with good development and a good culture. Yeah.
1: Yep. Like,
0: and, um, you go, yeah. sorry.
1: Oh, and with uh, and with Eddie Betts as a as a you know friend and mentor at the club. Yeah. Right.
0: Case in point. Yeah. yeah i think um i think uh i think martin should should make his way there, and hopefully he does for you and if you if you get two out of those three'd be pretty awesome if you got them all bets Paley and martin like you you'd be pretty set mate that'd be pretty damn nice
1: oh, it would it would um, I still don't think it solves our biggest issue, which is another primo midfielder. i reckon you need three three a grade midfielders uh to challenge mm. and start really getting out there in finals. Um, So I'd really like another one because it seems like, you know, I think Walsh will be that. Um, Yep. I think Cripps is already obviously that.
0: Um, Hopefully Paddy Dow has a third year that um, uh, signals him being that player as well.
1: uh, it's possible maybe Petrosky Seaton takes another step, although, you know, he's looking good off the halfback as well. So. Oh, he looks
0: – yeah, halfback, he's looking great. Yeah. I love
1: that. Yeah, I'm not sure if they see his, him playing as a pure midfielder or as a halfback who, who plays in the midfield sometimes. I really don't know. Um, I guess it'll all depend on our make once some Doherty's back in the team and where he fits as well into the mix because – Of course. Apparently – Co-captain Sam Doherty. Yeah, well, well, something that was on the cards uh, before his – Double knee, Rico's um, was that he was slated for a more of a for more time in the midfield. Um, which you know, who knows? It, it might still happen. I would, I would be personally if, if you're coming back from two years out of the game, I'd just be easing him back in into his old role in the half back and letting him find his feet um, at that level um, in a position that is very familiar, rather than throwing him to the engine room. But we got options. But if you are playing in halfback, then I, do you yeah. want Petrovsky-Seaton as well? Because then you've got Doherty, Petrovsky-Seaton, and Newman as, you know, um, those running halfback roles who are distributors. I don't know. Maybe that's too many players in that position. not sure. These
0: are good prob- good problems to have, though, aren't they? When you're talking about quality names and not enough spots. That's when you can move those, shuffle those names on the on the board and do some pretty interesting things. But it's definitely a good problem to have. Oh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, right? Look at the Blues list. Mm-hmm. It's just both of our clubs. There's, uh there's a lot more light at the end of this year than there was
1: last year. Yeah, um, it was dark. Hey, Ro- <laughs> Rowan Marshall got some serious voting uh, action on Brownlow Nine He, he did he get highest Pick, of the yeah. Saints or something like? Seven or eight. Uh, votes? he
0: came third of the Saints, okay. but he got—you're right—seven votes. Right. That's good recall. Yeah, he—it was uh, Seb Ross, then Billings, and um, Raul Marshall. And I think Seb Ross won the won the best and fairest as well. And the fans wanted Marshall. Everyone was irate that Seb won it because Saints fans, even though Seb's a dual best and fairest and polled, you know, thirteen votes votes on the Brownlow, he's actually. A little bit of a whipping boy because he's, he's great on the spread, he's great hands, he's good leadership, he's a smart you know, smart man, all of these things. But he just every now and then just butchers it by foot and everyone just remembers that. So um, so everyone wanted Marshall to win the best and fairest and he came second, which is damn solid for a, a guy who was on the rookie list last year. Amazing. Um, unbelievable. Big fan. We've talked, we talked about him all year, haven't we? We have. Uh, last year is one of those players. I really wanted to see rise up the ranks and I never, I wouldn't have guessed it was going to be like this. I thought we were just going to get glimpses of this, but for him to do it consistently the back end of the year, which oh. is where I presume he picked up all of his votes.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. He um, did. Well, I didn't see him get any votes before I was watching it. I only started watching it from like, as like I said, like round 13 or something onwards. Um, and I saw him yeah. pick up. Yeah. A couple of two vote games. Um, Really solid. Mm. Really solid. Um. Yeah. He's who pretty, would have thought? Who would have thought last year that he'd be, you know, consistently top two, three players in your team? That's amazing.
0: Pretty crazy. Like I said, even the biggest optimist in myself wouldn't have picked that. But um, well, and and, and in talking um, Ruckman and the Saints there, we've uh, Saints look like they're going to pick up a couple of cousins, a couple of quality cousins yeah. in uh, Bradley Hill and, and uh, his older cousin Patty Ryder. Ryder.
1: How about Man, that? It's a good news story. Family. It's family time, Dude,
0: I love it. He yeah, said he's always won he's always wanted to play with um some family at some stage. And this is the first time for him to play play with uh, a family member, which is awesome. And um I love that he's nominated us. I reckon it's a real win. It's ma- it makes me happy. He's he's getting paid apparently like 300k, like under the average, under the average wage. Whoa. He's 31, but Ruckman are like, you know, Ruckman they're like old all. basketball players. Oh, yeah. They can play for ages. They Look at Goldstein, can. man. He's what is he? 33 or something. He's had, had like a best career year best. This
1: is all Australian year.
0: Ridiculous. And yeah. Ryder's 31, and has a couple of years. I understand Port's decision it makes sense. They've they've got a lot of ruck depth, sure. and they've got some young players. We don't. Perfect for us. We delisted two of our our depth ruckmen. And then hopefully we can hit him with the one-two punch with um Rowan and Ryder Ooh. um yeah like the <laughs> Ryder Rowan yeah um yeah <laughs> Marshall, yeah Paddy Marshall Paddy and Marshall oh, yeah. um we also add another another Paddy to the list Paddy McCartan Paddy yeah. Patty Ryder yeah. not that we'll see much of McCartan no. but um yeah I I love that man I love he nominated officially today and it was you know they talked about it prior to today that he was going to come but interesting did you see what he said about Essendon no so he said today or yesterday um yesterday I think that uh he went a few weeks ago he was leaning more towards Essendon and then he went and and he was thinking he was wasn't sure thinking saying singing Essendon went and went to Tullamarine and had a walk around and saw some people and it was good to see everyone, but just said that he didn't get a really good feeling about the place. Just didn't get, didn't get a great feeling. And, um, and it wasn't even, t- I heard the, the actual audio grab. So when I first read it, I was like, geez, that's pretty firm. I hope he haven't, they haven't taken him out too out of context here, but it wasn't too harsh on them. He was just saying, you yeah, know, I didn't really feel that right. And then he went to St Moorabbin and he said, there was this real sense of excitement and something's going on there. And he, and that was, in the end, the reason he picked the, um, the Saints, which makes me feel great. <laughs> the vibe.
1: The vibe of the place.
0: Just the vibe. Got yeah. a good vibe about it, those Saints. Oh, Bayside, yeah. baby.
1: Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, do you think that they will play uh, – who's the primary ruckman next year? Are they gonna, or is it really going to be a split? Um, who plays forward more often?
0: I hope it's a near 50-50 split. Yeah. I hope it is. I'd like to see them both played in the team weekly because Ryder kicked about 18 goals this year or something. He can still kick some goals. And he wasn't um, he
1: wasn't not 1st choice Ruckman for much of the year at all. He wasn't even like – he was out of the team a lot this year.
0: He was. He was in and out of the side, so he didn't have much continuity. I, I feel – hopefully we get a little bump from him, you know, coming over and having that fresh club thing, you know, doing a preseason and getting him in top shape and then being – uh, promised or told that you're going to be playing weekly is another a carrot, another reason to play hard. And so, I I hope rec- I hope for a fifty fifty kind of thing. I love Roland Marshall around the bowl because yeah. he's our he was our best clearance player because he bends down like he's six foot, yeah. not like he's near seven foot. It's crazy. It doesn't look he moves like a player far smaller than than what he is. Very similar to Grundy man. We've I've done the looked at the head heads and a few. I think some stats guru came out and they're like, who's the player that's a lot like Grundy? And he'll surprise you. And Marshall, they've got a lot of similarities. So I do like him in the ruck, but then he's a presence up forward. So maybe 50-50 is is the key.
1: I guess it eases the burden on Max King a little bit also if you're going to lose Josh Bruce, which it, it seems like you are. Looks yeah. Looks like it's happening, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. So I guess it raises the pressure on him a bit. You can, um, you've got that other tall target up there to to be, you know, playing second fiddle with with uh, Membry, um, and hopefully Max King is is can be the third kind of key in attack and really, you know, learn his craft down there.
0: Yeah, that's right. Give him a bit of time because we need boy, we need cover for him. Because Bruce is gone, we need someone else there.
1: Yeah, and well, I guess that's what the row and rider combo does. You know, you get that. Get that. Uh, you get the. Uh, you get an option. Another option because they're both very talented forwards as as well as they are in the ruck. Um, yeah. Hmm. All right. Cool.
0: Yeah. Anyone else that that's... Saints
1: have their eye on that you know about?
0: Um. I know. I think. Is that is that about it? Brad Crouch. Those two. I think that's about it. To be honest. Oh, and and of course the uh, the other king, the other king twin, which um we from day dot oh, that was going to happen but uh in another case of parents speaking or talking on behalf of their kids yeah. even even ben, Ben's folks have come out and said that he's going to stay at the at Gold Coast for at least another year so by all accounts he's going to come to the Saints at the end of next year though uh, which yes. would be awesome but the, the it wouldn't Father surprise me though it, yeah that's right <laughs> um But, you know, all of this stuff wouldn't surprise me at all if, if, you know, you hear some person like, look, it's a lock, he's coming to the Saints, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And then he just doesn't and signs on and enjoys his life up there and matures a bit more. Because he's probably 18 and first time away from his family and his brother and all of that. But wait a couple of years, you probably enjoy that space from them, potentially. Who knows what will happen? But, man, if we get him after next year, that'd be so cool. Well, Identical twins named fucking King, Ben and Max oh, King. Max King is quite a name, isn't it? Maximum it is.
1: King. Max King. It sounds like a porn star. <laughs> uh,
0: at either end of the beach, you know,
1: Lonnie Everson killed him. The King. Killed him. <laughs> um, <laughs> sound like wrestlers. For b- sure. Back and front.
0: Yeah. Back and front, baby. Um, oh, well, you know what they King say sandwich. as well
1: the, um, the beaches uh, at Gold Coast are only rivaled by those of Bayside Melbourne. So. That's uh, right. Really Port like. Melbourne, St Kilda. Yeah, that's
0: it. Oh, absolutely. You can go to the beach every day if you every want out in Brighton. Every day,
1: day in the middle of winter. Who cares?
0: Beautiful. Ooh. Yeah. What about yourself? Is there any other rumors going on there? Brandon Ellis apparently said, nah, apparently you'd offered him some money. There was nearly an agreement there. <clears throat> and then when you, this is what I've heard, and then when you guys missed out on Cornelio, he Brandon jacked Ellis his price his up management. That's right. That's
1: what I'm hearing. I heard the same thing. <laughs> Did ya?
0: Yeah. How funny is that? <laughs> oh. And then, and you know it's his management oh, being fucking greedy dogs. Greedy and dogs. may have cost him a spot on the blues list if that's where he really wanted to go.
1: And now he's gotta to go to the Suns and
0: Now he's now he's going up to the bloody Gold Coast. Oh. Where the beaches are just as shittest and
1: killed it. Almost as good. Not quite. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah that's right. uh no, I th- I don't I haven't heard anyone else apart from that. Um I don't know, I keep I keep hearing uh whispers of, a, of an elusive kind of white whale midfielder someone who you know name hasn't been thrown around yet or maybe it has they oh. no one's willing to name anyone but it's apparently a big fish i don't know man i feel like there's always just I like these that these speculations um,
0: there's a lot isn't there this time of year every, the last few years i've lent in really hard and then this year i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm going to disengage a bit of all the bullshit. You know, I'm not going to listen to the trade radio stuff as much. Or ratty, ratty, rah, and it's coming around and I'm just finding myself like, looking <laughs> at all the shit. I'm just like getting a bit more involved and it's happening again.
1: It's the possibilities, <laughs> you know. It's, it's, it's why we're both oh, performing as well. It's like that, that little opportunity, the little spark, the glint of hope, the optimism. It's like, oh, well, if we could just get a play like that, gee, we could be, we could be oh, something. Just imagine.
0: Mm. I know, matey. We're dreamers, aren't we? Look at this, tragics. A couple of tragics. A couple of tragics. Well, well, it looks like things are lining up all right for us, Millie. <laughs> I think we've got a big trade season and a big year next year. I say.
1: I think there is plenty of cause for optimism, buddy. And that I think should bring us to the end of our podcast this week. It's been damn right a, a joy talking to you as ever, and a joy uh, talking to you, our audience. Uh, thanks for joining us again this fortnight for our probably final episode for the year. We might do a trade special in a month or yeah. so. Why not? Yeah, Let's maybe we'll
0: that. do a little wrap up, a little something, yeah. and then we'll we'll have to put our heads together, merely to see where we are next year, what states we're in, because you're working on a Netflix show, I'm doing Sydney radio shit. Who knows where we'll be? That's right. Um, but but we'll keep in cahoots with everyone, and um, and find you know, find out what we're gonna do.
1: Yeah, we'll be back better than ever. Uh, if you've got any thoughts or ideas about. The pod and uh, what you might like to hear from us, or what you might like to see in the future, then please do hit us up on uh, on on our social media, Instagram or our Gmail afeloquence at gmail dot com or at eloquence on uh, on Insta or at on Facebook. We'd love to hear your thoughts about what you've liked so far this year, what you'd like to see more of, what you really really don't ever want to hear hear again. Um, we we'll, we will <laughs> take that on board. Um, we will. We're yeah, listening. We promise. <laughs> uh apart from that it's been in one hell of a journey it's it's always tough starting a new thing uh, but exciting too and i'm really proud of uh proud of the fact that we've been out of most weeks and get an episode out where yeah we that's right good friends talk foot talk footy talk shitty about footy talk shitty about footy
0: i like that talking shitty about footy (laughs) um yeah i have fortnightly slash weekly sometimes you're right me we've done it it's been a it's been a big season we didn't have much of a pre-season. We just jumped right in, figured it out as we went. <laughs> as we went, And uh, it's been pretty good. And yeah, you're right. We're going to come back bigger and better next year in some form. But um, yeah, thanks everyone for being a part of the journey.
1: Enjoy the grand final this week. And uh, yeah. we'll hear from you. We'll talk to you soon. Up those Giants. My mighty Giants. is a big sound. Come on, Giants. Never surrender. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Giants.